Radio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and Average Arthur. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, it is the Daft, the Scottish football podcast around. I am John, in absence of Stephen, I'm doing the intro, so uh, let's welcome the team. First, let's welcome a man whose dad has just bought, what I believe has just bought a season ticket for Blackpool, it's Grado. I have no idea, I was just at his back door there, now. I mean, I'm going to the Blackpool Rangers game next weekend, I goes, how'd you get a ticket? I goes, how you get managed to get a ticket for that? He says, bought a season ticket for Blackpool. I was like, <laughs> Blackpool, what do you think? Because he goes to Blackpool, he, I think he gets, I don't know if he gets some, it's like 50 pence in the bus and all that, he's doing it every other week now, he gets the bus down, stays the night and then comes back up the next day, so. We have got him in, in Stephen's absence, an emergency loan from our podcast and arms wrestling daft, you'll know him from the state of it, Burniston, and uh, as Frank in one episode of Legit, it's Rab Florence. Thank you, one episode of Legit. How he's doing? It's an honour to be on the great football daft. Well, you don't you, have me. It's a fucking honour to have you. I know. Uh, by the way, Grado, you're outnumbered. Uh, it's usually two on one. It's usually oh, in right. and you're outnumbered now, Rab being a good Celtic man. I've always wanted to say this on Football Daft, but Celtic. <laughs> yes. I'll nobody, I'll nobody in any of that. I'll nobody in any of that. Oh, I'm sure you won't do. I'm sure you won't do. So thanks for joining us, Rab. Looking forward to it. Uh, before we move on with the show, though, I need to Fuck put a Celtic. No one here <laughs> You know why I introduced you to else, John? Oh, sorry, Chris. I, I, you've been talking already, right? Okay. Uh, that man you hear there, he's got a wee bit of a chest infection. In fact, you can maybe say he hurted his chest. Um, <laughs> he's sounding, got a bit of a sexy husky voice going on there, Chris. A bit of kind of sex line voice going on there. That's Chris Toe, of course. So, John, um, what are you wearing? Um, um, just a pair of jeans and a polo shirt today. No fucking jeans there, then, eh? What's happening, lads? He's good. I am alright, mate. Fuck you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're, you're right. Hot to my chest. Uh, I've got to say thanks to everyone who got in touch after last week's show. We had the boys on from the band St. Phoenix and it's really touched a lot of people, uh, including a guy called David Brown who got in touch and says, guys, just want to say a big thanks for helping me. I always listen to your pod on a Sunday when I'm out running and today was a very special day. I lost my dad five weeks ago after a long battle with cancer. Stop laughing, Grado, he puts in brackets. <laughs> Is that what he's wrote? <laughs> so, nah, yeah. When I set out on the run and was listening, laughing away as usual and then the phone... Uh, came on and it was St Phoenix and the story behind the song Happy Place I've struggled uh, grieving but by the end of the song playing I was like a blubbering runner uh, luckily no one was about I feel weight has been lifted so thank you to the guys and St Phoenix it was a true moment of clarity uh, finished my run wiped off my tears so I'll be back out next week to see how you can surprise me well we have surprised you already Rab Forrest is here so there you go I think that's beautiful I didn't realise that's really lovely hearing that and I didn't realise that was the kind of thing that happened in football daft I thought, it doesn't normally Rab I'll be honest I thought the messages were all guys like going I don't know how he played a 4-4-2 on that that's what I thought it would be that I didn't think it would be like guys Talking about moments of clarity and all that's amazing. I You'd know. be surprised, Rab. I know you, I, I think that you think that your listeners are all Jake Bills. <laughs> no, I just I just think that no, I didn't think that. I just kind of thought I think you did. Nah, we could, we could the, we football fan. We 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 attract the classier football fan. Other podcasts <laughs> attract the Jake Bills. 
I don't know if classy football fans are going to listen to a podcast that's primarily Rangers supporters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the big Scottish Rangers podcast, isn't it? Fuck up, Rob, man. <laughs> I uh, got a pair shout out to James Alexander as well. He says, Good evening. I'm currently serving in the Royal Navy and I'm deployed at the Arabian Gulf on HMS Penzance. I download your podcast every week so I can listen to it when I go to sea. And I'm wondering if I can get a shout out on one of the podcasts. So there you go. Uh, James, who's a Kelly fan um, out there on HMS Penzance. And he also adds, I'm currently deployed with ex Scotland international player and journeyman David McNamee. Oh, Dave McNamee, well, thank you very much for your service, James. Oh, thanks for your service. Who's Dave McNamee again? He played for Mirren, Livingston. You even got a cap for Scotland, David McNamee. You oh, he's only 33 year old. 33, yeah. is it, would that be him? Aye, I'll be him. I got Scotland cap. Oh, get in there, Wilf. Is this Cro- is, uh, Crofty? I was going to say Crofty there. You've got Crofty in the brain, you. <laughs> but uh, David McNamee, I have tapped up James and said, I would love to speak to David on the podcast. So when, you're, when you've docked back with the boat, uh, give us a shout. And I live in Helensburg, by the way. So if you want to just you swing your boat up up <laughs> Helensburg while you're just up the estuary and come and see me just just across the Greenock uh, in Helensburg, I'd, I'd be glad to see you, mate. Bring one of the Kelly pies. Rabble up me. These palatial doors and wave to you on the boat. <laughs> well, I'll say, don't come up to drive, mate. Don't come up to drive. Hello. Swing <laughs> a pie up. Roll a pie up the drive. <laughs> Leave that boat there, you. <laughs> uh, so, before we get uh, into Scottish football, boys, we've got to look back, I think, at the Euros and the Euro final there on Sunday. What did you make of it? Obviously, England didn't win. But I, do you know what? I have to admit, I felt a wee bit sorry for them. I, I have to admit it. I don't know how anybody can feel sorry for them. I felt, I'd felt sorry for the players that missed the penalties because yep. as soon as it happened, what did I put in the group chat? I yep. said, the, ra- the racial abuse that these boys are going to get now is going to be out of order. I said yep. it straight away, and it wasn't even an hour later the FA have put a, have put a, a statement out. Now, the reason that I don't feel sorry for them is because of the fucking fans that they attract. It's these people. Do you know what I mean? And... Then you've got the, the journalists and you've got the fucking media ramming them right up because as soon as they fail, then these boys are going to just get pure abuse because the media builds this team up so much. See if they had just went, we've got a chance, this is a young team, they're just coming through, look how well they've done, they've got to the final, we don't expect to win, or we want to win, but kind of prepare for the worst but hope for the best kind of thing but they don't Rio Ferdinand said it doesn't matter who they play whether it's Italy or Spain England are the better team out of the two of them will do whoever it is and then in, after the game he's like oh well Italy were the best team throughout the whole tournament that's the whole thing do you know what I mean he gets these people so riled up that when it comes to a halt and they fail and that's yeah. what happens do you know what I mean it's, I it's sad if, I don't know if that's the reason why all that happened because they get G'd up I said on this podcast last week, look, it's their country. That obviously, the media is going to build it up. We built it up. We done yes, sir. I can boogie every day and all the rest. We were need different. We were need different. We were need different. Did you, did you hear any Scottish journalists saying we're going to win it? Because they were probably realistic. They got to the final, too. Aye, but they got, they got to the got... final playing a bunch of fucking pub teams, man. But they could have won it, though. England could have won it. They could. They... I was mere. I was mere angry. That was good. That was good. Rap. Damien things like that. Um, that was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> See, um, I was mere angry. Uh, do you know I was mere angry? I was mere angry at likes of Southgate. 
for picking Saka. Saka to go to take the last penalty. What age is he? Nineteen year old. Aye. And for and you think that the, who they had in the squad for such a big penalty for him to, for the 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 responsibility on his shoulders. I thought he needs to get it in the neck. I think that move of bringing guys on just to take penalties is a terrible move. Oh, it's always a terrible move. That I think. It's like I would never. Unless it's a goalkeeper. Unless it's a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would never. I never go without my, my ten press ups and my ten squats in the wrestling. You don't. You need to get a feel for it. You can't yeah. just be. Even if it is just kicking a ball, you've got to be feeling the momentum of the game, the passion, uh, everything else that's happening, the momentum. And it's not just about momentum as well. You've also got these boys going like that, right? This is my only contribution to this game is Aye. picking this penalty. You know what I mean? Taking Aye. this penalty is my only contribution. So if I fuck it up, that's it. You know what I mean? I've no, I've no even get the fall back of going, well, I had a great game, but I missed a penalty. It's like it's all in this and it's no fair. I, I don't think I don't think it's fair. I want to talk about something, lads. Is it the penalties? The, the style of the penalties? The fucking run, the run-ups. Oh my God. Is oh God, I Come on. See if I... We're the greatest will in the world, right? A Celtic are in a European final and somebody does one of the wee tippy-toe dancing numbers up to the ball and then misses. Off, there's effigies. There's effigies getting burned <laughs> outside Parkhead. You know what I mean? But like, how, how can... What is that? If, what, what if back in the day Celtic were playing Rangers and there were penalties and Chris Sutton was taking the last penalty and he did a wee dancey run-up and he scored it? Then good for you, Chris son. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be you'd be like a fucking legend, wouldn't you? I know. You know, it's, you know it's, it's on a par we see somebody taking the penenka and the goal mm. just standing still and catching the ball like that. Aye. It's it's, it's, mean, it's on a par with that. You know, see all this running up and doing the fucking cha cha slide before they kick the ball. <laughs> sure, it's going hard. It's going hard. <laughs> Lord Lord. Although I'll give Guy Maguire's Drew, that was one of the best penalties I've ever saw. Aye, but he ran up with a normal human being. Yep, that's what I'm saying. And toe bashed it right into the top bunch, you know what I mean? I, I mean I, I've, been listen, I've been listening to this whole conversation, and the, the most unbelievable part of this conversation is that Grado does 10 press ups before he starts wrestling. I just want there's one thing, one more thing I want to say, right? Right. See, they, they harm any of these people because I know some of them, right? I know some of them. But okay. see the people on Twitter and stuff like that, right? Scottish people who were supporting England in the final, right? And there was some people even I know personally in my in my life who were on tweeting, look, I'm supporting England in this final. Come on, England, knowing that kind of stuff. Like, fuck off with that, man. I know, they're not, they're fuck not off with it. I'm not going to shag you, mate. And this isn't some anti-English thing or anything like that. This is just pure, like, football is a sport. Not just football, but team sport is about rivalries. Well, it's all about fucking rivalries. And we, we, we everywhere in the world. England, that's not your country. That's not your nation. It's not your nation's team. Why would you support them? Why would you support them? Rab, that's an interesting thing you say about the rivalry, because I will always remember you tweeting back in the day about what it's like up here. I remember you talking about how... When you know, maybe when it's dealing with the BBC or if it's something today we want to tell it, and it's like you can't say if you support Rangers or Celtic. Aye. And you were like, why is it? It's the only place in the world where a rivalry you can't. Obviously, there's there's some ugly sides to it, but at the end of the day, it's a fit. Like Rangers side. <laughs> no, but it's just listen. It's just it's just the media. It's it's the media that are fear. I don't think the people are fear. This is the thing. I remember when I started out in telly, um, it was like. Don't don't mention what team you support. Like don't don't mention Celtic and Rangers in a sitcom or in a sketch or anything like that. Like don't mention any of this stuff. And we were like, maybe 
Nobody, I, I don't think anybody actually cares. What people don't like, right? This is what, what Rangers fans don't like and what Celtic fans don't like is people being in the media and people being on telly and all that and fucking kidding on and no being open about who they support. I think Celtic, I think Celtic fans respect it when people say, I support Rangers and they're like, fucking good on you. And I think Rangers fans respect it when guys say, I'm a Celtic supporter mm -hmm. and they're open about it. It's all that sneaky kind of like, well, I, go, I like to go and watch a thistle and uh, Aye. I like to... And, and, uh, George Bowie. Your man Ewan supporting hearts and all that, kidding on his sports hearts. Um, <laughs> on the radio and all that. You, you, know you just mean? support Falkirk boys and it's a nice easy life, you know? Falkirk oh, still, still got a team. Oh, here we go again. Here we go again. Um, see on Wrestling Daft, John tells me that Falkirk's got a stadium and all that. I know he's bamming me up. Well, it's, it's a gazebo. It's a gazebo, <laughs> that makes me a Gazebo where a couple of sets of goals and somebody's back John, dance, John, is it true that Falkirk's got an inflatable stadium? It's true. It's true. Um, use all, all the fans will have to go down. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Rabbit takes it through them ages. <laughs> um, what we, I'm moving this on. Uh, what was your favourite meme and gift that you saw from the fallout from the England game? What What was the favourite? There's been there was so many. It was beautiful. I have to put my hand up. And the, my personal favourite was the Photoshop of Begbie from Trainspot and drinking Rio Ferdinand's tears. That was just beautiful. My favourite one was uh, footballs coming home with a double O T crossed out in U C K. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. This is fuck all's coming home. <laughs> yeah, it was decent, decent. Grado, do you have one? I'm trying to watch. I can't remember any of them. I don't remember. Grado, Grado couldn't see any memes for fucking greeting after England get beat. <laughs> yeah, <that was> <laughs> nah, see, even even my pals and all, they were all kind of giving me a tight saying I supported England. I never said that at all. What I said was, I just. No, I didn't support England. No, you didn't. I, I totally didn't. I totally didn't. The only thing was, I, I just didn't jump on that bandwagon. When oh, you did a face. However, matter face, bike, because we recorded last, we were early last yeah. week. Yeah, it was yeah. before the um, the semi-final. And the semi-final, man, just gave me the book, the way matter face was. My, my favourite bit was Sam matter face going, England deserves this. You deserve this. 16 months we've been going through hell. As if COVID was fucking restricted to the, the shores aye. of England. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Aye, aye. For fuck's sake. Aye, I mean, Italy, Italy that had it fucking worse than anybody. Right, and here's, you know here's, I mean? the, here's the other part on all, Rob. They're playing Denmark in the semi-finals. He's saying, England deserve this, you deserve this. Fucking Denmark's captain nearly <laughs> died in the first game. Yeah, yeah. And, and they get fucked with the COVID as well. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, that's the weird thing about that, that game against Denmark as well. Like, see if you're a neutral watching this tournament. You're fucking wanting Denmark to win because oh, of what had happened at the start right. of the tournament. And and you were seeing a lot of English people going like that. How come people only supporting us? How come people are supporting us? It's like, well, people wouldn't they support us ordinarily, but in this case, this fucking guy nearly died on the pitch. We're going to support his team. You know what I mean? Aye. And Marfis and obviously no giving it. Phone your work. Tell your work you're not coming in on Monday. Tell them you've and remember where you were when you found out. That was when I thought to myself, no, right, I really, really don't want to see these guys, man. No, like, he's just wanting these uh, people are on the pitch, they think it's all over moment, that aye. guy. Aye. He, he, he probably had something ready, yeah? Aye. Oh, aye. They, they, always had, they always had something ready. 
Right, well, glad they didn't win then in that case. Uh, what's been happening in Scottish football? A uh, couple of stories popping up. Let's go first to Celtic. Chris, uh, you've just signed Leo Abada from Maccabee, Peta Tikva. Uh, what, a, what a player. What I was a... about to say, let's find out Chris's knowledge of the Israeli <laughs> league because he's an expert in every league in the world. Well, uh, what is this boy going to be like, Chris? Well, Rab, Rab and I actually sat down and watched the... <laughs> Maccabi Petka Tekva game last week, didn't we, Rob? Aye, and he we was did. fucking magic, wasn't he? We did. We had connect some cranky <laughs> hot dogs. Um, beautiful hot dogs. That guy in the boat poured, chucked a couple of pies up the driveway. Yep. yep. It was a great day. But, but no, you've watched, watched his YouTube video, mate, aye? I've, I've watched his YouTube video, aye. It looks like fucking messy. Mate, that was the same. I remember when Sibo signed, the, he, he was the same. There was like a, a, a montage. Because it was only when YouTube just first, first came out. And I remember seeing the goals, but the 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 best one, but was when we go. Um, would you call him? Would you call him? him listen, getting... listen, mate, this isn't about Rangers, all right? So oh, anyway, yeah. uh, aye. So we've signed this boy, <laughs> Will Abada. Uh, fingers crossed, he can do the job. And just come out saying that he should be able to hit the ground running. So you know, just got to trust and hope in God that he's a fucking decent. But, I mean, is he going to be match fit for the qualifiers next week? Chris, is that the hope? Is he? I don't know, mate. I've not spoke to him. Right, Fucking hit the ground running is is the minimum a football player should be able to do. Really, about <laughs> it. <laughs> listen, the boy, the boy's just here, so he's going to walk about for a few games. He's not going to. Fucking the minimum I'm wanting, the minimum I want is a fucking hit the ground running. Know what I mean? It's a very valid point. Um, talk about the the European games next week. Uh, Aberdeen are hoping to have five thousand six hundred fans in Petodre. Uh, Celtic have applied for 18,000 fans for the Champions League qualifying match. I don't know if that's going to happen or not with the, the restrictions, but it would be good to get, obviously, crowds back in for the European games, eh? Right. I mean, I see those Rangers are only get 2,000 for this game on Saturday. Yeah, no if they don't come out and say, look, because of the, the meaning of the game, because it is only a friendly, they're only letting us get 2,000, but... Surely by the time the qualifiers come out, we should, uh, with the amount that was at the National Stadium a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. what the, the was it, 12,500? The difference is, Grado, it's because the concourses, so at Hamden, all the concourses are on the outside, so at Ibrox, at Celtic Park, they're all on the inside. Right, we're enclosed, Grado, Aye. so... Say that again! So like the see concourses, so like your pie shops and all that, Grado, see in Ibrox, you've got to go into the concourse, you've got to go below the stadium, but at Hamden, they're all right around, do you know what I mean? It's like um, it's like the old St Minham Park or... I know, I'm still, I'm struggling your point here. When was the last time you've been to Hamden? I've been to Hamden hundreds of times. Right, well see how at Hamden and the stand, the, the smaller stand, see when, if you want to go for a pie or that, you need to go up to the top and basically it's all open plan. Right. right, so all the all the gates are open and everything like that, and it's basically you going outside. But yeah. when you're at Parkhead or Ibrox, to go for a pie, you need to go down inside the stadium. And there's the logistics here means that there's no enough room for everybody to socially distance yeah. and stuff like that. Murrayfield's the same. So Murrayfield, it's all pretty much outdoors. There's no kind of indoor area. So they're allowed to they'll be allowed. Say, for example, if Rangers were to move their game to Murrayfield, they'd be able to get more people into the stadium, I reckon. You're confused oh, by I don't get that. You don't get that, right? It's all I do. I don't with see what that's got to do with it. Why didn't we just set up all the, the food stuff on the pitch, like, <laughs> and you just play around it, then just pass the ball around it? Or, or why don't they do it, like, in, in America with the baseball, where there's a guy walking up and down the stairs, punting pies and stuff? Ah, uh, but then he's touching it. 
We could uh, fire them out of cannons, you know, like the t-shirt cannons you get. The fire, fire, uh, fire the but, hot dogs, they roll over hot dogs out of the, the cannons. You'll have some desire, Rob. <laughs> but surely still it's 2,000 for a 53-seater stadium. Never mind where the fucking burger van is in the stadium. 53-seater. Yeah, 53,000-seater. <laughs> you playing the match in a fucking double-decker? <laughs> <laughs> we will wait and see what happens and fingers crossed the Scottish Cubs can get through next week on to a few transfer rumours now we're going to use the Archie Knox method of judging these transfers like we did last week so uh, a spunk noise if you think it's going to happen and a shite noise if you think it's a lot of shite uh, Ryan Christie has reportedly received a mega offer from Saudi side Al Halal according to the Sun uh, apparently he's being lined up uh, to be their main transfer target Chris Toll Hellier, hellier trek for Charlie for his weekends. That's true. That is true, Charlie. Oh, that that is true. For me, that's a... Right, shite. Great, Jake, a great confused about your... Right, so that's shite as well. Rab, spunk or shite bag? What is the, what is the spunk noise you did? <laughs> right, Gradle is a bit... I mean, it's horrific. I'm doing a shite anyway. <laughs> I just wanted right. to know the spunk for an, right. an okay. advance. Really, you should have told me before I came on the show about the spunking and shite, and I didn't know about that. You were the man that said, don't tell us how this goes. I've no practiced them. But anyway. <laughs> uh, oh, well, that's not really a rumour, but goalkeeping coach Neil Alexander has abruptly left Dundee United uh, amid rumours of a fallout with new boss Tam Courts. Oh. <laughs> Rab's well in the know with that one. There we go. Uh, Rangers have made uh, a Herenvin, uh, an offer for Joey Veerman, according to a report in the Netherlands. Is, that, is it Herenvin? Herenvin? Herenvin. Herenvin. The RVC star is uh, in demand in the summer, and there's already been a Serie A bid from Halas Verona. Grado. Oh, fuck knows. Fuck knows. <laughs> Shite. That sounds right. like a lot. Oh, no, I changed it. No, it sounds like a lot to me. Right. I'll go, I'll go for Right, and uh, Watford remain interested in Lewis Ferguson and are returning with an improved bid, apparently. Um, earlier on, Aberdeen said the bid they put down was insulting and they're in with a renewed bid. Spunk or shite bag? I think that could maybe be a go. So you're giving it the old... That'd sp- be a good move for Lewis, Lewis Ferguson, I reckon, didn't it, Watford? Do you know think so? What's the name of the coach, the Watford coach again? Uh, Jimmy Martin. Is it? <laughs> aye, Jimmy, Jimmy Martin, mate, aye. Who did you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest, he no fucking idea who the Watford manager is. Hold on, we'll find it. I think it's, it's, I think it's, I think it's Cisco Munoz. I think. Is it no Kenny Jacket? Is it no Kenny Jacket? No, it's Cisco Munoz, I'm sure. I'm it's sure Cisco Munoz, yeah. Cisco, yeah. Yeah, 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 there you go. Good to see you're well-informed on this football show, boys. Good to see you've got Google in front of you, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> so, By we'll the way, I'll tell you what, I've just looked him up. That is one handsome manager there, Sporting. Who, Cisco? Yes. Oh, let's have a look at him. It's not the Cisco that used to play for Newcastle, is it? I think it is, mate. It is not, is it? He's only 40. I remember Cisco... It's no Cisco that used to play for music at Newcastle. It was a different Cisco. Remember Cisco came to Irvine Beach Park in 2001 and he played with OPM and Top Loader? <laughs> did, he do, did he do the thong song? I love that song, by the way. I'm not even fucking joking. I quite like the follow-up Unleash the Dragon, which was uh, very underrated. 
<laughs> was that no fun? Uh, fucking Fast and the Furious or something like that. I think it was. I don't really want to unleash the dragon. Very good. <laughs> um, so more ill-informed chat on the open line about football later. We'll be playing for pies in the player profile playoff. Uh, later, Rab is going to go through the quiz. We don't have a guest this week, so Rab is going to be doing the quiz later on. And we'll have another three riddles. Oh, wait a minute. I thought we had a guest. I thought we had that guy. No, that guy pulled out. No, oh, so Rab's a presenter and the guest. He pulled it. I mean, did he pull it the front or did he pull it in the... What's it? What is the quiz, by the way? Oh, we'll get to that, Rab. Oh, you'll get uh, to and it. we'll have okay. three riddles from Grado. It's our new feature, but he's only written one so far. So <laughs> we'll Give me time, I'll, I'll have another two. I'll have to come on the show. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Guys, uh, Nicole's not with us this week, so I'll tell you about G4. Now, Rab, you might not have heard about G4 claims before, but they sponsor. You might not have heard about G4 claims. Have you heard the radio? Have you heard the radio? I've never heard about it, Chris. I've never heard about it. They're taking over. They're taking over the world. They're every advert break on the radio, G4 claims, G4 claims. And I like to think that we are a big part of why they're getting so big. Absolutely. If you've been on a road traffic accident, Rab, right, you're Haven't not at fault. You go to G4 claims, right, and they're going to make your claims easy. You can I've not been, in, I've not been in one, but I've not been in an attack. But if, I'm saying if you are, I'm just like I'm putting a scenario Point. in front of you. So if you are involved in a road traffic, it's not been your fault. Like just say someone's went into the back here, right? You can basically contact G4 Claims and they'll provide you with complete accident management support you require, right? They're going to recover the costs from the at-fault party. They're going to sort you out for a like-for-like vehicle. And if your vehicle needs to be repaired, Rab, they'll sort out one of their approved body shops and get a return to you. And should it be deemed a write-off, you'll recover the pre-accident value of your car and they'll get a big fat check and they'll write it for you and they'll sign it and best of all it's not going to cost you a penny as they charge the at fault insurance direct John what if, you, what if your motor's like about 80 grand then you get an 80 grand motor they'll sort it out they will sort it out for you and they don't call call they don't buy data and once they process your claim your insurance is going to remain unscathed and the Nicole and the team won't take on your case if they don't think they can help, they'll just, Nicole tell you fire, right? No, nah, can't help. Get on your way. But she's available all the time and you can get to her on G4 Claims at 01698 767172. 01698 767172 or you can get them at notfaultclaim.com or on the social media, G4 Claims Limited. Uh, she'll take calls. Without, I mean, she takes calls day or night. She's always, we tried to get her on the podcast there just now. She's out and about sorting out someone now. Um, so get in touch with Nicole. She's going to get you sorted. And it's G4 Claims. Remember that, people. Because what not do they do? Not at Claims. Not at Fault Claims. Me DJ. It is the Football Daft Open Line, the open line where you can talk about whatever you want to. Maybe you want to talk about Scottish teams progressing in the European qualifiers next week. Maybe you want to talk about what your team needs the most in this transfer window. Or maybe you want to talk about Lucinda not leaving with Brad on Love Island. I could you, do you, uh, uh, that was, 
I, I, I watched my half told that. Spoilers, man. I haven't even watched it yet. Oh, oh sorry, sorry Rob. Yeah, but I've, I've, I was going to watch it today. Nah, right. right. Oh, that's exciting. Right, right, it was exciting, mate. Right, but what do you feel about it, John? I watched my first episode of Orion last night because all you in the group chat, you pardon, in. Rab even watched it. I thought, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. I fucking hated every single one. So of them. did I, John. I tried to watch an episode last week, mate, and it's the worst thing I've ever seen. But I'm, in, I'm invested. I'm you hated all of them. It's not about liking them. Here. Aye. I, I didn't think that Lassie was into that guy anyway. Well, do you know oh, what? Here's the deal. Oh, I don't oh. think she was either. And they were going on as if he was dead. But she, it was like, but it was great. Did you know that she was like, he was like, oh, right, I'll go out. I'll, I'll, I, I'll, I'll leave. And then she's like, Oh, maybe we should go out together. And then she was like, it was like a truck reversing going, deed, deed. oh, but Aye. I've only been in a week, so you know. And he's uh... he said, you know what, you stay, I'll go, so that she would go, we'll go together. But he went, you stay, I'll go. And she went, right, okay. <laughs> That's what it was like, wasn't it? <laughs> what, about, what about what I put in the group chat? But would you not love to see Love Island with just normal folk? I'd love it with fat bastards, too. Like, I'd love plumber, it with right plumbers, fat folk. brickies. Mm-hmm. Just... I'm, listen, I'm sorry. I don't want to be watching people like us on Love Island. No, I would. <laughs> I don't want to be watching that. Why would I fucking look at that? Because it's real people, mate. You don't. I need to be honest. I, I don't. You see, see you, Toll, and you, Grado. You're on telly enough, as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? Like, see people. I've look, been on look, telly three times in the last fucking seven years. Give me a break. Every time I see you two on telly, I'm like, ah, fuck. I don't want to look at this, man. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> even when my, even when I'm on telly, I look at myself and I'm like, "Fuck, Aye, who, who wants to look at who wants to fucking look yeah. at?" Her? But it does depress you. But how good they look? But do you know what I mean? I'm just they're looking at them. I'm just like, like Grado, they're all fake. You can't you see that. Man like us, no. Sorry, can't see that. Right. Anyway, I think I think see if the see if the Love Island mansion or whatever it is, the villa went in fire. They'd all melt and turn into one big, massive, fucking gorgeous bastard, you think? Mm. <laughs> like, like, like the Terminator 2? <laughs> like they'd all melt in together and just turn into the world's most <laughs> handsome <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> and I know what it would be like, it would be like the statue of Jesus in Rio, except right good looking. <laughs> but the statue of Jesus in Rio, except right good looking. Are you saying the fucking statue of Jesus in Rio was ugly, Chris? Christ the Redeemer is a handsome man. But did you, was it last night, John, somebody was, one of the lassies was getting a guy a massage and she started pulling down his breeks a wee bit as if he was massaging his hair cheeks. See if Stephanie done that anywhere near my house, man. I'd be fucking jumping. Don't get me wrong. I suppose if you're lovely, Ellen, you're probably washing your hoop 10 times a day just in case it kicks off. But (laughs) you'd never, I'd never let Stephanie do that. I'm way on on that I don't, I've got a hang. I don't really like Keep my mouth out of it, you know what I mean? Aye, I've got to kind of keep my mouth out of it. I don't touch there, not to touch, not to touch. (laughs) And I know sometimes when you when you look at, you know, let's say you've accidentally looked at a couple of fake taxi videos, right? Aye. Sometimes (laughs) accidentally. Sometimes the guys ask it's kind of involved in the situation, and I'm I'm always like, ah, fuck that man. That's why I don't want to be a taxi driver. (laughs) 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 Do you get (laughs) the? Do you, do, how is, does your missus ever try to touch her bum? Yeah, I'm not fucking doing this one, fat boy, Dan. No, no, right, okay, let's move on. It's a bit, anytime, cause it's a bit, anytime, it's a bit. No comment. Right, no comment. No, it, it is just, you, it is for me, it's nothing to do with, you know, anything in particular, it's just your kind of para about, like, I'm I'm very kind of like, I've not had like 10 showers a day, you know what I mean? I'm just like very, you know, it's just. It, 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 you're worried you've got a dangle, Barry. 
That's the that's fucking bottom line, isn't it? You know, anytime Stephanie comes here and I ask him, it did, 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 He's been on loads of times before. It is Ryan who's coming on to football. Oh, uh, I mean, we talked to Ryan about Blackpool. Ryan, hey, Ryan, 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 what are you saying to it? Here, Ryan, listen to this. Oh, don't I need to say this first? Ryan Dunbar. <laughs> Remember the Karen Dunbar show did that? Remember? Aye. There you go. Here, Ryan, listen to this. Guess what, uh, guess what team my father's brought a, brought a season ticket for? Blackpool. Aye. Get in. Aye, he's, I, I, vote, I vote my tap. Will he enjoy it? He's gone down next Wednesday. Very, very smart man is your favourite. Is, is it good fun supporting the Blackpool then, aye? Nah, I love it, mate. How, how long have you been supporting Blackpool for? Since Barry I mean, Ferguson signed. Aye, <laughs> you bet you. I've been supporting Blackpool for about a young boy. Have you? Aye. Do you, go to the about... game? Do you go to the games, Ryan? I know you and your dad like to get out and about, man. We go to the games, eh, as you don't know, that I was in the hospital two years ago. Eh, right. I remember. To the last Blackpool game I went to before COVID, we played Fleetwood at home in 2019. So. The big derby, the big derby game. Right. I, like, I, bet, I bet you they've got some good songs, Fleetwood. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you something I know because I've, I watch a lot of lower league clubs, uh, YouTube things. Aye. Do you see how the goal celebrations? Aye. Do you know what they, they play at Fleetwood? What? Captain uh, Tugwash. What? Captain Tugwash. That one. What's your point today, Ryan? What are you coming on to talk about? No, my point today was basically to talk about attendances post-COVID. I suppose it's partly done to like UEFA and obviously the Euros at Hamden, 12,500, I believe it was. Right. Is this about the 2004 there, Ryan? to the 2014 Well, Ryan, I've, apparently they've just explained it to me. The reason why it is is because where we sell our burgers is in the wrong place. Where are you screwing your face at, though? I'm fucking no well, mate. That's what I'm screwing my face up at. Can you try and work that out, Ryan? They'll explain mm-hmm. to you. Right. Go. Why don't you explain? Right, Ryan. Right, Ryan. Right, hold on, hold on. You Chris, can get Chris, this, can, I, can I explain it? Because you used to explain it to me, right? So let me try and explain what right, you okay. said. I can maybe right, put okay. it in layman's terms, right? So Ibrox, right? See if you want to go and get a pie in Ibrox. You have, you have to go down inside the stadium, right? And then mm-hmm. essentially inside a building. You're in the interior of a building. So there's different regulations there than new for somewhere like Hamden, for example, where... The I get it now. I get it now. In the open air, they're considered open air because it's open gates and open 
thingy. So it's an open aspect. So it has different regulations there. So it's purely it's purely because the interior at Ibrox, where people get the concession stands and all of that kind but, of stuff, considered an interior of a building. But surely I'm oh, sure God. that I'm surely fans would probably sacrifice going an hour before eating fucking toilets. Have you, met football fans? Have you met football fans? They're not fucking going without a pie. Aye, but hold on, hold on a minute, John. The toilets in Hamden are on the outside. Oh. Oh, oh, I don't know how that... See, it's a lot of shite. It's not a lot of shite. There's something about it. There is definitely something about it. Aye, do you know what it is? It's because it's Rangers. It's a conspiracy. Gredo, it's not to do with Rangers. It's a conspiracy. I'll tell you this now, right? Rugby fans, 20,000 in Murrayfield last week or whatever. Right? How, how is that stadium any different for fucking Hamden? I know you're mm. saying there, John, uh, it's the same with Murrayfield if you go up to the top of the stadium, that's where you get your, your pies and that. But what you're saying there, they've got to take it into account for the toilets as well. Mm. Right? And the toilets in Murrayfield aren't out, outdoors either. I think, well, I think it's because like Murrayfield, you're, you basically don't go in anywhere at Murrayfield. If you're been to Murrayfield, you, it's all outdoor. It is all outdoors. So you go out, you get your drinks, you get your pies and stuff from porter cabins outside the stadium. But then, do you do a pish in the porter cabin? <laughs> you do, you do do a, you do do a pish, obviously in in the toilet. But it, it is it's it's a completely outdoor arena. There's no apart from the hospitality section. There's nothing inside. If you know what I mean. It's so there's no toilets inside. There are toilets, but I, listen, I don't know how the toilet part of it works. John, anyway. I'm starting I'm starting to think that you've made these rules up. I've not. I've not. You Google. I as well though there is there is a difference a wee bit with Rangers fans with COVID as well because there's quite a lot of saliva comes flying at the end of their flutes what did you say that Ryan so yes you be used to toilets having a manager having a manager called Portaloo there we go couldn't help it Ryan could you Oh, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and the open line this week as ever. We'll see you later and enjoy the Blackpool Rangers game. Don't know who you'll be looking for. See you later, John. Aye, by the way, who are you going to, who are you going to be supporting in that game, Ryan? I'll solve second half. Either, see either way. Either way. Good day out, mate. Good day out. It's a good day out. That's it. That's it. a win for either team. Hope for a draw, Ryan. Hope for a draw. That's what you want, mate. Aye, tell, tell, your, tell your dad was asking for a minute. Aye, dad was asking for me. I will do, lads. Let's move on to our next call on the open line. And it is uh, no stranger to the open line. It is Goshi. How you doing, oh, mate? You all right? Aye, not too bad. I take it you've heard that hang about Ayer away to Brentford. Is he Breaking news oh. of football daft. I just it came up on my Sky Sports app there. Uh, we can go live to Goshi, Goshi. <laughs> Brentford, 13 and a half million, apparently. Yeah. Sky Sports has just retweeted it, so... 13 and a half million, bloody hell, man. That's uh, that's a lot more than you would thought you would get for it, Chris. You happy with that bit of business? That must mean that we've got that Starfield coming in. They wouldn't be, they wouldn't be letting them go if that wasn't the case. Yeah, so, apparently that deal's almost done. Uh, but 13 and a half million's a good bit of business, Chris, eh? But did somebody not offer 15 million last week? Did they? Celtic said they were holding out for 20. It must be add-ons, though. There must be a certain add-ons. Is there not a German team that he's mentioned a couple of weeks ago that were interested in him? I was by Germany. Aye. <laughs> Germany wanted them. It's like us with Morelos, man. We've had about fucking 100 bids, ranging from 100 million to 10 million for him. I know. Well, but, um, 
I think if any for one of the big players, I'd I'd get money for Kamara. There's just I just I want another wee season with Morelos. Another Aye. season. I'm great. Well, I'm starting to think you should have done fucking ten push ups and ten squats before you went down to get that door. Ridiculous. It's bad, mate. It's really bad these days, man. Gredo, see this strap? It used to fucking hang off me. Now it's like a scuba suit. Well, mate, do you know what? I'm, I've, I, I was clearing out my clays because obviously we're going out on Saturday. I've got fuck out of here, mate. I'm busting out everything. The only thing that fits me is like my Under Armour t-shirts or the shit that I wear. came out on my trackies and that. Mate, wear, wear your singlet. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a bit roasting on Saturday. Wear a singlet. I'll wear it underneath my t-shirt just in case a fight breaks out, mate. You never know. <laughs> So what, what are you thinking for next season, Goshi? Why do you think the Rangers are going to do next season? I don't know, mate. I, I'm quite confident, obviously, but then again, I'm looking, looking across at Celtic and sorry to be confident, I think they're a bit of a mess or that, but you just don't know what will happen with them. Um, but in terms of us, I think we're in quite good shape. We've got a good squad for last season. Um, and if we can build on that, especially with, like, say, Joey Veerman, I don't know anything about fashion Sakala, but for what I've heard, he's quite good. He's a smart dresser and all, mate. I mean, fashionable. Um, but <laughs> no, you, thank you. What did you think of the friendly and Saturday? Were you one of these folks spitting a dummy and about no, the mate, I, they gave a chance? I, I was did. that bored. I mean, it was the most dreadful game of football I've ever do, watched in my life. It was do you, boring. Do you want to know where I watched it? I was see the that easy on Dutton Farm beside the airport, strawberry picking. Right, all right. The Wains, oh, the safety's been there with the Wains. I mean, the Wains were all up and down picking strawberries and I was sitting at the edge of the field on a bucket sitting watching the game. She was going to have her at me. Sitting watching us getting pumped half Tranmere on a fucking pre-season friendly. <laughs> That's devotion for you. That's devotion. Oh, I put it in, I put it in the chat. But the most exciting part of that whole game was uh, was Tom. See Tom, the commentator? Aye, Tom Miller. Aye, Tom Miller. And the camera panned on um, Stephen Davis with a bottle of water like that. And there's mm. Stephen Davis there with her. Off of water? I think he's different. I love to see all that part of like, and that just kisses the roof of the night. <laughs> oh, so when he says Joe Arribo, Arribo. Where's he going to do, Tom? Where's he going to do, Nye? And it's went to Armstrong, 5 0 Celtic. <laughs> no, I know. It was the one, it was a uh, mind uh, Dumbella. See when you beat four now at Hamden, and Dumbella taking that penalty, and he went Dumbella scores with a Penenka. <laughs> no, I know, I, I, know I, I know that we're saying this, right? And I'm wrapping the piss with you, but my, my favourite one's the one where Scott Sinclair get tackled in the box and we got a penalty. 
Aye. Or, or not Lee Griffiths get tackled in the box where he got a penalty. And he's like, ah, and that's a great tackle there. Oh, the referee's given a penalty. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe that. He's given a penalty. And then it goes to the replay and he goes like, ah, Aye, that's a Stonewall penalty. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant, man. Joshy, thanks for coming on, mate. No worries. Cheers. Thanks yeah, very much, lads. Thanks, Joshy. Bye-bye. Bye. Now, we've got one more call in the open line. Now, I put it out on Twitter. I thought, we'll just throw out the Zoom link and see who comes on. So there's somebody in the waiting room called Kev. All right. I think it's going to be Kevin the Chef. Oh, it's Kevin the Chef! Yes, man. Kevin the Chef! Kevin the Chef, man. Chef, Kevin Kevin the Chef! Kevin the Chef! Kevin the Chef! Life in a kitchen! Amazing! Oh, we should go! Look for me! He's got big steak! What's that? What's that you've got, mate? What is that? Kev, your mic's not working, mate. You're muted. Kev, you're muted. Oh, you're the chef's voice. Let's see what you've got. Just a bit of topside, mate. Cutting up for a barbecue. Nice. Top side on a, on a barbecue. Are you, top side uh, what? What is it? A top side? Is it top side a cow? Oh. Aye. Top right. side a beef, you mad man. We always try to work out if we could be a top side of a fucking goat. Can some kebab skewers, mate. Beef right. kebab skewers. I love this. We've got like live chefing going on as we do the podcast. You just get look at this. Oh, look at this. Here's what I made earlier. Here's what I made earlier. Some turkey. No way. Did you bump that beef for your work? No, mate. I went out and actually paid for it. I used to have a boy pint for something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, are, you, are you going to marinate it? Aye, well, I've got on the chicken, there's some salt and pepper for the daughter, and then some Chinese for me and the wife, and then plain ones for the, the nieces. Tidy. Wait, and you, then, you, get, you get any sides? Any sides for your barbecue? Sweet corn, we've got some salad, some uh, bell pepper stuffed, mate. The works. Oh, by the way, man. How long before this is ready? Hey, I've got an hour and a half, mate. So I've got, I've got, oh, I could be there, mate. Boy, I'll buy the way. I'm just 10 minutes up the road. You got, got a big back garden. What's that? You got a big back garden, Kev. Oh, yeah, no, right. Oh, here, yeah, we, 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 here we go. Oh, we could get in there, trips. What, what, is that? what was that in the middle there? Is that What was that in the middle of the garden? Give me seconds. I don't even know how to flip this phone. You see it now? Oh, yeah, we set up there, mate. Oh, nice. Kev. By the way, get the goals now for the rain. Can you hide that chef money forever, can you? <laughs> mate, you know how it was in, Kev? You know how it was in, in the paper about uh, Tom? That, mate? You know how it was in the paper about that Tom Kitchen guy, like people are battering all the fucking other people in the kitchen and all that? Do you, do you batter anybody in the kitchen? Yeah, just the missus in the rains, mate, when they started coming in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that, but we'll, 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 I'm pointing a sharp knife at the reins and tell them to piss off. <laughs> and they run. What <laughs> kitchen get, do you work as a chef then, Kevai? Eh, I was at college, I mean, I, but I've been chefing for a wee while now. So. You ever but, been a head chef? Eh, I am my house, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you've, just started, you've just started up uh, the fort, though, Kev, haven't you? You're at the five guys up in the fort. See, five guys give them their juice. They actually make it fresh. It's no. <laughs> I get that's what it was like. I forgot you still. If I'm being honest, I didn't think you were still on the still on the Zoom call there. I thought you went after. That's where I went. Listen, see, five guys. By the way, I love. Yeah, five I feel guys. really mad. I, I love five guys. Everything's fresh here, mate. So everything. There's not a freezer in the place. Hey, right. and you can get a cold bottle of beer. You're fucking. I know you don't, but that's what? the only. Nah, it's it's a dear hole, but is it not? Because of COVID. Fuck COVID. 
me, me and my wife and the two wings were to go on your top the best the other side of 60 quid easy I know uh, mate. it's expensive but I tell you what see for the amount you get see if you buy a small the, chips the chips mate they give you, they give you about 40 tatties worth of chips Kev talk us through the rules where they're putting the chips in because I've noticed they give you the chips and then they put the burger in and then they fucking put more chips in Right, so that's called a topper, right? So if you order even a small chips, right? So if you order a small chips, they put it in but just like a week and a quenchy cup size, a cup. Yep. And then when your other stuff's in, they batter in maybe a wee tray about six inches, kind of two inches deep for the chips and you just batter it in tap. So what, what I would say is see a large fry. See, if you're going, a large fries would easily death three people. Maybe mm. just the one for you, Gradle, but... <laughs> No, I'm like a, a, a day when it, when I get a, a five guys, I day usually share the chips because there is a load, no, but no, I do no. always get all the way, all the way, I is that what you call it, all the way with everything? Yeah, so like, I, all, all the way in there, four toms on the bottom, three toms on the top, but altogether there's like 15 toms you can get in the one burger, and they don't charge you any extra whatsoever, mate. That's because so the burgers cost forty two pounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true, me. Yeah. But see if you see if you get like just a, a bacon cheeseburger, you can get as much extra bacon as you want because you've already paid for the bacon. Do you know what I mean? So Aye. don't tell them I said that though. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, d- we'll keep it our secret, Kev. Uh, do you want to talk football? Or we just want to talk bad. Well, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I was just trolling through Twitter on a wee break, and I seen that you were doing the like, kind of like the football running kind of thing, which yeah, uh, from daft. So. Well, it's good to see you, Kev, mate. Good to see I'll you, pal. I'm cutting up a few bits and make gradles with water. Well, no, today, tweet me, a, tweet me a picture of the done deal the night, right? I will do, mate, because I followed me the other day on Twitter, so... There you go, mate, of course. Brilliant, superb. Kev, thanks for Have coming good on. One, uh, good luck with the barbecue, pal. Cheers, guys. Enjoy the night. Cheers, Kev. Right, best, Kev. See you soon, mate. Bye-bye. And that yeah. is for this week's open line remember if you want to get on next week just keep an eye on Twitter uh, at Football Daft Pod Football Daft's big question so last week on the open line we spoke to John uh, and he suggested this week's big question which was what player from the right your rivals did you have a soft spot for now we already know obviously obviously Grado loves Pierre Van Hooydonk absolutely loves big Pierre <laughs> We all know that. And Chris Pierre, there's, there's only one, one Pierre, Pierre. There's only one Pierre. He's flying high in the air. <laughs> Chris, you were Ali McCoist, weren't you? You sort of came with that. I, I had a soft spot for McCoist. I had a soft spot for Capucho, Sibo. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There you we name go. it. You Ram, name Ram, it. I'm did, you, did you have a soft spot for any Rangers player when you were growing up? Soft spot for Rangers. Listen, I've, I've said this before, and I agree. Those soft spot for McCoist. Aye, McCoist. And 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 an honorary honorary mention for um, what do you call him? The big boy for last year, the big Irish. What do you call him? Shane, Shane Duffy. Duffy. Oh, is that you? Because I slagged fucking Sibo and that. You had to get one and yes. yes, there we go, there we go. Well, the listeners have been in touch and they have been giving their suggestions for the people they have a soft spot for. Right, so Sean, he says Vincent Company. He says Colo Turi at both City. He says both came across as very humble down to earth guys and very solid players. What team does Sean support then? Man must be Man United. That well known Scottish football team. Andy says I'm just thinking because Sorry, Gregor. 
No, 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 no. When you go, because the next one has got to say is Gareth Southgate. I think this, this, this is not going to do as well. I thought it would be, but Andy says, I Gareth Southgate seems a good guy and continues to deliver. I think he does. He seems like a bit of a gent, Gareth Southgate. I, I actually have got a lot of time. He does, but like, did you not hear that fucking war pish that he was coming out with? No, I didn't uh, hear that. Actually, yeah, see when I looking down the England team, there's not many pricks left in it. There's not many people you don't like him apart from Jordan Pickford. He's an absolute arsehole. But the most of the England team actually. Why? Why, why is that, John? He just comes across like a prick. just the way he goes on. Do you know what? Do you know what I think so? Do you know who he reminds me? I, 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 he was annoying me the full tournament. Do you know how? Do you know how goalies are always arseholes, kinda? Hmm. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a decent point. Do you know what well, I mean? They, I they get that way about them. They're always like, "What the fuck is there?" Or not to their end players. No, they've all they've got you have that about them. That's like. true. That's true. But then I sometimes think that then they're sometimes quite the opposite as well. And big, big, nice reserve men, like big David Seaman, big men with moustaches and all that. Do you care what I mean? Real men's men. Uh, but he, he might, he might be the fucking, he might be the exception that proves the rule. But. Mm. True, true, true. Think about Andy. Think about Gorham, man. I am. Listen, Gredo's a goalie and he's a fucking arsehole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Stephen said uh, Joey Barton, obviously a Celtic supporter, he made a bit of a fool of himself up here for Adventure North, but I still liked him. Rob, do you want to, Oh, you've not got the thing. <laughs> Roberto, he says it's got to be Kenning Douglas. How Rangers never signed him before Celtic is beyond me. Massive Rangers fan back then and would have loved to see him turn out for his boyhood club. I wonder what his Roberto is, but like, you do hear a lot of like older guys that would say that definitely talk about how good Douglas was. So shout out to Roberto there if you're like an, an older guy that listens to the show. Please come on the phone and we'll talk to you. Here's a wee question. Sorry, boys. Here's a wee question, right? I think, Chris, you'll back me up here. I think when you're a Celtic supporter back in the day, right, and when big Chris Sutton was playing for Celtic, one of the things I always used to think was Rangers fans hate Chris Sutton because they would fucking love to have Chris Sutton on their team. I always thought that I always thought that Rangers fans would hate Chris Sutton in particular because they would love a guy like Sutton in their team. Was that true, Grado? Do you know what it was? It wasn't with Sutton, but I'll tell you who it was with. Hartson. 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 I was going to say that because they had him signed. Yeah. They had Hartson signed, Rob, and he failed right. a medical. And then he signed for Celtic the next season and he scored... How many goals did he score? 150 goals, maybe. Was it 150 goals? Never missed a game. Was never injured. I just loved Sutton, though, right? I loved Sutton when I was a wee guy. And and, um, and it's one of the things where I was like, he's, he's a really rangers a player, though. Do you know what I mean? He's a dick. He's a dick. He's like a big... He's like, he's just got that way about him. You just think, he, you know what I mean? He's just got a rangers vibe about him, you know what I mean? <laughs> that angry face, that fucking, And just also the height of him, not, he had like, he'd physically he looked like a Rangers player as well, you know what I mean? Because I always remember like, physically Rangers players always seem kind of tall and strong, particularly like in Sunus's era, you know, he ended up getting these kind of tall, strong guys in the, the Rangers team. So like Sutton had that about him as well. He had a wee bit, you know, no fanciness. Just looks, as if he, looks as if he's had, actually had a wash. I loved Sutton, man. Oh, fuck you, you dickhead. <laughs> oh, there we go, there we go. But it's funny you say that, right? I don't know if I like this in because I might get, uh, get a piss taken out of me, but I got that vibe with Lundstrom last week when he's interview. He's more Celtic. I just, I don't know, there was something about it. This is a, this is a very interesting question, though. What, what players do you think should have been Celtic that were Rangers players? Uh, that's that's that a Rangers big question for next week. Aye, aye, aye. That's a question for next week. Um, I, I, I get that, I get that. Will we move on then? Yeah. <laughs> right, so we've got Jason, who I actually agree with here. 
John Robertson off the pitch, a great wow. guy, but on the pitch he was a prick for always scoring against the high bees. I loved John Robertson, but I hated him playing against us. He's so a high He's a high bee himself, isn't he? Did you know what I say? Like, fun, I thought he was a Celtic. Oh, no, John Robertson was a high bee. Um, one of my one of my good friends, uh, Jim Gertley from the radio, was at a house party up in Clang! <laughs> clang! No, it's, it's, that's not a clang, I tell you that much. But um, uh, he was at a house party, ended up back with Jim Robert, uh, John Robertson at a house party, and he was playing Sunshine on Leith by the Proclaimers. Listen, listen, I play fucking simply the best every other day. Oh, so you make turns doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Rangers fan uh, here, Alan says, always had a soft spot for Ian Jess when he was at Aberdeen. He was eyelinked for Rangers, that's why I always liked him. But he never, who did he end up going to Coventry or Coventry. something? Like that, was, do you know what? Ian Jess is still is still an unproven player. Still bags of potential. I still think even though he's probably in his 40, it's like, it was Ian Jess, oh, he's going to be Scotland's next great, greatest player. And then it just never, no, never happened. Uh, do you know what? I think he wanted to play for Rangers because see the way he spells his name? That's actually pronounced Owen. So ah. you can... You, Ah, uh, you couldn't have had an own playing for Rangers back then, do you know what I mean? He'd get fucking hung, drawn and quartered. <laughs> Gordy says, Davy Proven, a Rangers fan, would have loved him on the right and Davy Cooper on the left. The rumour is that then-manager Jock Wallace left the club as a board to do- make the signing. Oh, really? Chrissy says he always thought... But there was two Davy Provins, weren't there? Because there was a Davy Proven that played for Rangers and Celtic, weren't there? No. Are you talking about the Davy Proven that played for Celtic that's on Sky Sports now, I'm presuming? Aye, but there was another Davy Proven that played oh, for yeah. Rangers and Celtic. Oh, I don't no, know. I don't know. Right, hold on. The, the, only ones that, the only players that have crossed both Celtic and Rangers, Mo Johnston, Kenny Miller, Stephen Presley, and who was the boy in the, is it the 80s or the 90s? Aye. Um... And there was that boy, the young boy recently, who obviously got dumped by Rangers and then picked up by Celtic, wasn't there? That everybody hated. <laughs> Liam That's the fella. Who but, am I thinking about then that, that, that played for Bath? I can't think. Of, I think there's only five. There's, one, there, there's, there's one, one that there's one that played for both Celtic and Rangers. It's a taxi driver in Coat Bridge now. That's who I'm thinking about, too. Um, Called Davy. Alfie no. Con. Alfie that's Alfie it, Alfie Con. Con. Alfie Con. <coughs> that's it, that's it. So is there five players that have played for both both uh, sides of the ocean then? There's been loads now. There's, there's, there's probably more than that. Aye, yeah. Mark Brown, he's one of these, played first Mark team Brown, game. Brown, yeah, aye, you're right, you're absolutely right. There oh, you you go. Could, there's, there's plenty now, I think, when you think about it, isn't there? There you aye. go. Uh, apparently, apparently, apparently Lundstrom is going to be one of them at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, this is one that I always thought she was more a Celtic player than a Rangers player. And Chrissy said she was obviously um, a Celtic supporter, but always thought Giovanni O'Brien Bronkers was a great player who would and did move on to bigger and better things. He strikes me as, you know, when we're going back to that question, Van Bronkers seems like a Celtic player, no a Rangers player. Uh, yeah, like a nice young man. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. The Celtic players are nice young men. The Rangers players are snarling beasts. Was that because of the, the whole like Bobby Pett and all that? They kind of look similar, Dutch, that same kind of... Oh, maybe it is, maybe it is, maybe it is, maybe it is, but there you go. Do you know what it is? He had a fucking one-day left foot, and Celtic have always had a great left-footed player. Like that's true, maybe John that, Collins, but... Nakamura. George um, Roberts. <laughs> John says, Hans Hillhouse, <laughs> who played for Aberdeen. <laughs> he was a baller, and I wish he'd signed for Rangers. So, James says, Lubo Maravchik, what a player. Oh, that's a good job. Uh, Craig's obviously a Dunfermline supporter and says, Russell Latape, but he's playing for League One Falkirk. Fuck off, Craig. <laughs> and Kiwi True Blues says, Barkas and Big Shane. Barkas, is Barkas going to be the number one goalie this year? 
You better believe he's going to be a number one goalie in the league, mate. Can't wait. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. No. And that's it for this week's big question. Next, boy, what we what we do? What team? Mm-hmm. Should, what your rivals? Team should have played for your team. Does that work? Something uh, like that. Aye. Aye, yeah. but, but not not just who did you like? What no. sort of player style? The way they carried themselves. Yeah. Here's a confusing one for everybody, right? Paolo Di Canio, because he had the name and the play style of a Celtic player, but the personality of a Rangers player. Oh, yeah, that's I true. do. I do think so. I would almost say that Paolo Di Canio was as if they took like the Rangers player and the Celtic player and they merged it into one player. That's what that was. That was a Ireland thing that I was talking about. That would. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. It is the Player Profile Playoff with PiSports.com bringing you the taste of Scottish football to your door. We've not been able to get in football, so PiSports are bringing the pies to you. Uh, you can check out all the range on their website. Um, we've all got our favourites. We're all big fans of the pies uh, here at Football Daft. And do you know that Scottish football fans eat over one million pies each year? There you have it. Um, you can give I'm them not, a... I'm not, not saying my usual line at that point, Gredo. I know, usually you make Sorry, I'm trying to come up with these riddles. I don't know. Right, Grado's busy working on his riddles as we do this bit of the show. Um, so, on to play today, it is Matty. How are you doing, Matty? Not bad at all, gents. Thank you for having me. No, good to have you on, mate. Good to have you on. Um, are you a fan of the pie? I'm a fan of pie. What Very much you... so. Can you see the size of me? Of course, I love pies. Right. What's your favourite pie? Oh, I've got to be a steak pie. Steak pie, just a straight. Do you know what? Oh, I... I think I'm just old school Scotch pie with a bit of brown sauce. Do you take brown sauce or red sauce in your pie, Chris? Me? Um, my favourite pie is Puntang pie. <laughs> That's not the question I asked you. I said, do you take brown sauce or red sauce in your pie? Uh, I, I'm a brown sauce man with a pie, I'll be honest with you. Aye, aye, aye I think, uh, it's the I think tomato that. sauce is a wee bit too sweet for a, for a pie. Aye. I'm with you on that, absolutely with you on that. Uh, remember, you can get the pies delivered free of charge. Just check out the website or you can give their uh, SOS hotline a call 0141789999. Right, Matty, so we've finished the Euros now, but I thought after the brilliant Italian one there at the weekend, we would pick out some great Italian players for the playoff this week. So the rules are, you probably know, Matty, I am going to read out the description of a player. If you know the answer, you buzz in. But if you get the wrong answer, you're out of the game, okay? And it's the first to two one. The fastest person to buzz in gets the guess first. Right, but before we play, we need to work out who you're playing, uh, Matty. So bear with me while I get... The name's what a shambles. What a fucking shambles. Listen, listen, in a hat as we speak. It wouldn't be football daft without shambles. Let's draw them out. I actually don't have a hat, so I'm using a shoe to put the names out. <laughs> this is how professional this podcast is. And the name coming out is Crystal. Oh my god, I cannot believe it. <laughs> right. Here we go then, boys. What's your buzzer going to be, Chris? Perlo. Perlo, uh, and what's your buzzer going to be, Matty? Del Piero. Oh, Del Piero, a good choice. Right, okay, here we go. First player out, here we go, boys. 
After gaining prominence at Barry, this fullback moved to Juventus where he spent seven seasons winning two consecutive Serie A and Supercoppa Italiana titles in 2002 and 2003. After that, he moved to Barcelona where he had a rather unsuccessful spell before returning to Italy with Milan. At the 2006 World Cup, he was selected in the team of the tournament from his performances. Full back, played for Juventus, Barcelona, and Milan. Who is it? Come on, boys. <laughs> oh, my word. Chris Toll. Stephen uh-huh. Purgent is looking is going to hear this, and you're going to be embarrassed if I give you the answer. Come on, have a guess. No. None of No. Grado, do you want to give them the answer? Why is he listening? No. <laughs> Brilliant. He's too busy working his riddle. Gianluca Zambrotta. There we go, right. I forgot Zambrotta played for Barca. He did. He didn't play uh, played two seasons there. Right, next player out. Hopefully you should get this one. This one club man made 786 appearances and scored 307 goals, uh, though um, only one Serie A once. Hello. Chris Toll. Totti. Francesco Totti, yes, 1-0 to you. Congratulations. Come on, Matty, you need to get the next one to stay in it. Right, here we go. This midfielder started his career at Brescia after making his debut at the age of 16. After impressing, he moved to Inter but couldn't break into the first team, so was put on loan to Reggiana and back to Brescia where he was utilised as a deep-lying playmaker for the first time in his career. Hello. Chris Toll. Hello. Yes, oh, Matty, it's a 2-0 whitewash, son. That was terrible. Hi, since you've been a great sport, I've had a great day, I'm going to give you pies. I'm going to give you pies anyway. Gentlemen, so yeah. There you go, Matty, thanks for coming on and playing. Remember, if you want to get pies from piesports.com, just head to their website and hit them up. Welcome again to Gredo's Free Riddles, it's week three of the show. I am now going to start off with the first free riddle. The first one to get the answer gets ten points. Oh, you're getting points now? We're getting points now? Ten points, ten points. Okay. I am dead. (laughs) But unlike my namesake in a film, I didn't leave a mention. And if I did, I would probably run 1,760 yards. I am dead. I am dead. Right. But unlike my namesake in a popular film, I didn't leave a mention. If I did, I would probably run 1,600 yards. 1,760 yards. 1,700 miles. Miles. It's miles someone. Miles. Miles Hogarth? Former Hearts goalkeeper? I don't know. I don't know what he's wrong. Uh, Miles Story, who used to play for Aberdeen. No. Nope. Remember, it doesn't need to be a football, John. 
Does it not? I thought that was the whole part. Does it not? No. It's today with Scottish football. Okay. It's today with Scottish football. It's always to do with Scottish football. I, I don't think there's been one where there's Oh, Brick, Brick's milestone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Done. Ten points to Mr. Do you want to know this? Because Brick's in Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> left a Menchie. That's amazing. Oh, well done, mate. Well done. That That's was amazing, it. Cradle. I love the first guy. I am dead. <laughs> what an amazing <laughs> Fuck's sake, I hope Brooks' family are not listening to this. <laughs> well, it's just, we've got to do it, right? You may have seen me, this is Bridal number two, you may have seen me play for Hibs and St. Johnson, and I do enjoy a curry night, steak night, fish on a Friday. What else, Ben? Bastard. Oh, oh my God. Oh, You're good at this, Chris. That is brilliant. That was good, mate. That was good. That You're going to get this good. one right away. I feel as if I need to take five minutes because this one was just too fast. But here's the third one GLS Fancy Motor. Oh. Aston Martin. Austin, Austin McCann. Austin Healy. Oh. GLS Fancy Motor. Charlie, Austin, Austin, Austin. Oh, right oh no, no, GLS. Oh, uh, what's the other one called from GLS? Oh, or t- no, um, oh, what's the one? Rochelle and uh, Mar- 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 Marvin, 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 Andrews, Marvin Bentley, Marvin <laughs> Bentley, still gets all free. Marvin, mate, mate, that's not a person. <laughs> Marvin Bentley is a person. <laughs> It's Marvin Bartley. <laughs> By the way, I knew you'd fucked it up. <laughs> and you still got it. You got the fucking mistake. Right. That's how good you are. <laughs> Football daft. With G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. That's us just about done for football, Daft. Rab, as you've been the guest host, however, we've not got a guest this week, but you're you're kind of a guest host. So we thought we'd put you through our 90 second football daft quiz. Would you like to play? Aye, 90 second. It's 90 seconds. 90 oh, second. All right, okay. Have you listened to the, the other 91? No. Come on, that's a good joke. 90 second quiz. No? No, oh, for, for fuck's sake. sake. Oh. I was like one of the fucking riddles. Is this football questions? It is. Well, we'll, oh, it's a mixture, it's, it's n- a mixture of football questions. I'll put in some for you as well, Rab. So hopefully you should get a couple. So we basically taught, test your knowledge of Scottish football, right? Oh. Top of the leaderboard, right, is Livingston manager David Martindale. He's got 16. In joint second, we've got Chris Sutton's brother, John Sutton, Chick Young and Hamilton Scott Martin. They're all on 15. Then in right. third, we've got Mark Wilson and Keith Lasley, who are on 14. Other selected scores, right. now these are the ones you want to pay attention to, Rab. These are the guys you want to get above. Murdo McLeod's on 10, right? Okay, Andy yeah. Gorham is on 8. Um, Jackie McNamara is on 7.5. And, and Barry from EastEnders, now this is the big one, Rab. Barry from EastEnders is on 4, right? 
At the bottom. Four. That's good for a fucking Barry Fee Stenders for Scottish football. Aye, at the bottom, it's a tie between Peter Lovenkrantz, Derek Johnson, Craig Levine, and Mixu Patalain, and they're all on three, right? So who anyone you want to beat, I know you've probably got your sights on Andy Gorham. Uh, you always mention him. Why have I got my sights on Andy Gorham? Because you always say he's my best pal in So anyone you want to beat on that leaderboard, Rab? Uh, Barry Fee Stenders. Barry Fee right. Stenders. So boy, he's, he had good knowledge, man. He, he's a quick. No, I'll get no chance. I've got no chance here. He's won like the chase and put, like all these celebrities. He's written a. That's his hobby, book, mate. Which he sits in French studies okay. quiz books all day and all that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So don't okay, go for it then. Go for it. This is quiz book there for you to see. See, a matter Sean of Williamson, matter of fact. Yep. yep, there we go. So there you go. He's a quiz master, right? Okay, right. we're going to put 90 seconds on the That's me put it back under my laptop again. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put 90 seconds on the clock, grab, right? You can't pass on ever. This is really important. You can't pass. You need to give an answer to each question, right? Oh, fuck and me. Your, really? brother, your brother your brother, in uh, wrestling daft, Grado, is going to ask you the questions. And try wait, and... Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Rob. You don't need to give the right answer. Yeah. I yeah, know, no, no. Just something. I just need to say something. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah right. All right. right Nine seconds on the clock. Nine seconds on the clock. Question number one: Italian captain Giorgio Cellini plays for which club? Um, oh, for fuck's sake! I know this. Oh, fuck it. Just say um, something. Sa- um, uh, Move on. What two That's colours make up Albion Rovers' home strip traditionally? Uh, two colours, Albion Rovers, home strip. Um, I don't want to guess it. I don't want to guess it. I want to get it right. What if I get one? If I, do I get another chance, if I get one of the colours right, another colours rang, do I get, do I get a chance you to get half point. You got half point. To... I think it's red and yellow. I think red and yellow. Red Who yellow. is the current manager of Air United? For sake, I couldn't even answer that. I don't know. I don't. I am. Um, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. How many series of Bunnison were there? Three. What team did Liam Shaw leave to join Celtic? Liam Shaw. Fucking hell, man. Sheffield Name a Scottish team with Athletic in their name. Oh, can I think of one? Hey, fucking uh, Burnison United, move on. <laughs> Billy Gilmer has just signed for which club on loan? Time! Oh, I've answered the question. How much was that? Finish it. Oh, what, did I get to finish the question? Does it, uh, did yeah. I have time to finish the question? Uh, Billy Gilmore has moved to which club on loan? Um, Alan Partridge. Hold on, just a minute. No, no. Give us a minute so I can Google it. <laughs> no, 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 no! I'm not googling. I'm not googling. My hands are right here. I'm not googling. He's serrying it. <laughs> no, I'm not serrying it either. I'm going to have to guess it. Did you say that Alan Partridge? That was a clue. Coventry. Uh, aye, that's your answer. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> right, let's talk up the scores, Mister Florence. Uh, Chiellini plays for Juventus. Uh, Air United is David Hopkin. Scottish team with Athletic in the name could have four for Aloha and an order for Fairmont. And uh, Billy Gilmore has just signed for Norwich on loan. Norwich, fuck. 
I'm afraid to say, Rab, you didn't beat Barry from EastEnders. I'm even more afraid to say that your joint bomb of the leaderboard with Peter Lovingrant, Derek Johnson, Craig Levine, and Mixu Patalainen, you're on three. <laughs> you're in good company. I'm honoured to be company. alongside the, the fine fucking sportsman, to be honest. You know what I mean? But Rab, we've got to say thank you very I'm much. I'm a ba- I'm a basketball guy, boys. Yeah, basketball, basketball daft. Basketball daft. Please remind please remind all the listeners to check out basketball daft, by the way. Obviously, it was game four of the uh, game four yeah. of the finals last night. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. won? Uh, the, the, bu- the well, the Bucks and the Suns are two two. They're tied you know. There you go. So you can get more on that on basketball daft. Rab, thank you so much for coming off the bench and uh, covering Stephen this week. It's been a pleasure to have. Oh, it's a pleasure. pleasure. And you can hear Rab on wrestling daft every week. And new series of you've got a new series in the pipeline, Rab. Tell everyone about it. A new sitcom called The Scots, uh, which will be on sometime later this year, which is just about like a Scottish family, um, kind of reality show style sitcom comedy, but it should be funny. Hopefully it was good fun filming it. Everybody's raving about it. Absolutely. You and Coral back together and uh, doing mm-hmm. that. So that'll be amazing. Hopefully that's out September, October time. So you've um, made pals with him then, I. What's that? You made pals with, with, what'd you call him? Ian Coral. Well, I've made pals with him. Uh, he's a back pal, ain't he? Aye. Aye. Did, but didn't he fall out? All right, sorry, I should have mentioned that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's coming away from this podcast going, that's why there wasn't an RC, he's a bonus <laughs> then. I do want to say as well, like just to remind everybody that I'm also replacing Stephen Purden on a River City for a couple of months, so <laughs> kind of weird that I'm playing the same character. Shellsuit Rab. Shellsuit Rab, aye. <laughs> Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that. <coughs> brilliant, brilliant. Well, thanks for coming on, Rob. Remember, if you want to get the video version of this podcast, lots more content, um, you can get that at patreon.com forward slash football. Get us uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're going the football daft night out this weekend, boys, aren't we? I'm so we are, aye. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, so great as Put you in, Chris. I can I get the clothes that don't fit you anywhere? What? I could, I could probably bring you a wee pulley bag worth a hand-me-downs. A pulley bag of hand-me-downs, eh? A wee pulley bag of hand-me-downs. I'll tell you what, no trousers, because it'll be too long for me. I've got a pair of shorts. I've got a couple of shorts. They've got all the basketball shorts in you. My wee shorts I'll send Rab a picture and he can tell me what he thinks. Basketball daft. Can I ask you one question just before he's go as well? Just since you were quizzing me. How many players per team are on a pitch during a football match? How many players per team? Try. Per, per team, it's 11. 11. Hey! <laughs>